joins Michael six feet under. Jean's husband, Paul, walked out a few years ago and never came back. But Jean's only got the one kid and has a good job teaching Greek and Latin at a fancy girls' college on the East Coast. She, on the other hand, is almost 37 with almost five kids and not even a college diploma. What does she know how to do other than be a wife to Michael and a mother to their children? God in heaven, at least let there be a decent pension or whatever it is that goes to a widow. Somehow she has to keep this family going. The baby pokes her gut hard. She pats the solid knob that is either the baby's head or the butt. But, fingers crossed, by now the baby should be in position for entering the world. Time isn't going to stand still while she figures things out. Is he moving? Jean says, her long, pale face an artless blend of concern and envy. At 41, there's no chance of Jean having a second child now. Not with her lousy husband, MIA. Are you okay? Oh, he's gotten too big to move. Just an elbow or knee every now and then. She, 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 she thinks. She and Michael have both been hoping for a second girl. Far along as you are, Barbara, you still look so light. Light? She feels so heavy she could fall right through to the other side of the world and come out in China. Maybe light to Jean. Jean, Lord bless her, is as tall as a man. Taller than most men, actually. Taller than Jean's husband Paul was. Thank you, I guess. But she would not come out in China. Nowhere on that side of the Pacific. She'd sooner burn up at the center of the earth. While Jean hacks at the ham, she lines up slices of white bread, opens jars of Kraft mayonnaise and French's mustard, tears off big crinkly leaves of lettuce. It feels good to do something manageable. With four kids, plus Francis's friend Eugene always around, and any other of the kids' friends who may happen to be over at any given time, she's used to feeding the troops. She picks up the cigarette she set down in the seashell ashtray Luke made for her in second grade and inhales slowly, then exhales, letting the smoke stream out her nostrils. The baby grinds down hard against her pelvis. She stabs the butt of the cigarette into the ashtray and takes out the Melmac serving platter, white with a spray of spindly blue, green, and pink flowers around the edge. She and Michael bought a full dinner set when they moved down from San Francisco. So young, so inexperienced, so proud to be picking out housewares with her handsome new husband. How many plates should I get? She asked. The entire set, Michael told her. And in this way, it was agreed they would fill their home together with children and life. And everything that had happened over the last years would be left behind them. That was the plan, anyhow. She whacks the platter down on the counter. They got him in the end. The Japs. Jean sighs. Oh, Barbara. If she didn't have the kids around, if her sister-in-law hadn't flown across the country to stand beside her in her kitchen, if a river of well-meaning well-wishers wouldn't soon begin to stream through their home, she would throw the platter across the room. Although it wouldn't break. Melmac. I guess I should cut the crusts off the bread, make them look nicer. But she doesn't. After all these years, she still can't bring herself to waste food.
After what he went through in the Pacific, Michael couldn't throw food away either. They were completely in tune about this. They were in tune about everything. She uses a spoon to airdrop mayonnaise across half of the slices of bread, then slaps a piece of ham and a leaf of lettuce on top of each. A perfect, perfect man. A perfect husband. Last evening, one of the neighbors brought over a tent-like black dress for her. I don't mean to intrude, dear, but I thought it might be handy. I'm not going to wear black on Monday. I'm going to wear yellow. Be reasonable, dear. You can't wear yellow to your husband's funeral. Michael, she loved him. God almighty how she loved him. She smashes the other half of the slices of bread on top, then picks up the meat cleaver, because it's the closest to her.